interior, Wesley's apartment, night. In bed together, Wesley is holding Lila in his arms. She's cuddling up to him, with her head on his chest. It's not a secret. What isn't a secret? Us. The firm knows that we're doing this. Isn't it their job to know this sort of thing? The sordid details of their employees' lives? Mm, yeah, I just thought I should tell you. Sorted. Wow. Angel knows, too. I don't work for Angel anymore. I could care less what he thinks. You faker. That's what you said when he was sleeping with the fishes. We both know how that played out. That was different. So Angel knows about our relationship. Lila's eyes flash open. Big deal. Climbs on top of him. She's wearing a silky, a slinky red nightgown. <laughs> a dollar. You owe me a dollar. Oh, damn. You call this a relationship. Kisses his forehead. <laughs> you lost the bet. Wes grabs his wallet off the bedside table. You said it first. Wesley hands her a dollar. Sign it first. It's proof. Proof of what? Of now. Of this. Nuzzles his nose. They kiss. Ew. Ew. I say that's the grossest scene in this these episodes. Okay, can I tell you what I think my grossest scene is? Of course. It's when he's on the phone with her. Uh-huh. In front of his subor- subordinate employee. Uh, and he tells her to take her panties off. Oh, that was like super sexy. I had to like pause <laughs> and like go for a walk. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like, oh man. He had to like take a lap and run in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just went right up that mountain, came right back down, <laughs> took a cold shower, and then I could continue. Oh my God. I was like, ew, Wes, in front of your em- employee? Like when he's like, you're wearing them right now. Here's the thing. The employee would have to be listening hard because he didn't say panties. He says, you're wearing them. This is the thing. If we understand what he's talking about, his employee understands. Only if the employee is listening. True. Because a polite employee pretends like they're not eavesdropping. Yeah. But also, as Wesley said, why are you still here? Exactly. Why you is that guy still there? He was dismissed. He's just sitting on the... Because he wants to listen. He wants to hear it. Um, Everybody's getting what they want in this scenario. Also, I was really confused about how Lila communicated to Wesley. Because she's in a meeting. Well, that was dumb. She... How is she in a meeting? Because... Also, isn't she, what does she, she says something sexy to him first. I know, exactly. How does she communicate to him that she's wearing the panties he likes? Because she's in a meeting. So first she's like, can I come over and have sex with you? Yeah. So maybe she's like, are you available for a meeting later? And then he's like, no, I'm busy or something. And uh, yeah, right. He's like, it'll have to wait or whatever. Yeah. And then she says like something about. Oh, maybe she says, I've got something you'll want to see. And then he says, that's my favorite pair. I've got a couple things. I've got something with two leg holes you'll want to see. <laughs> no, it's got to be, you got to pull it off of work. Yeah. I've got, I oh. think I can bring over on my body your favorite. Oh, okay. What about, um, uh, I've got your usual order ready. That's good. She's also like a CEO. What is she talking about? Right? Your favorite order? <laughs> is a sushi restaurant? <laughs> I've got some sashimi. Ew! Oh my god! Welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm the other of your hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today we are talking about two episodes from Angel, <laughs> season four. The house always wins and slouching towards Bethlehem. Oh, slouching toward Bethlehem. Um, I cared much more about one of these episodes than the other. Yes. One of them was hard to get through. Yeah. It was both boring. Annoying. Annoying. Didn't really add up to anything. No. Like, we were in the same place as we were when the episode started. I guess the idea... I mean, we're talking about slouching toward Bethlehem. Yes. So, 
the idea that Cordelia moves out of the hotel and moves in with Connor. She's also relating to Connor like an adult to an adult, mm-hmm. which is, I know part of that is because she doesn't remember him as the baby that she raised or whatever. But it's also like, is the Cordelia that comes back, is she mentally younger? I don't know, because she seems like just a tabula rasa. Like, she doesn't seem to know anything. So maybe? Maybe. Because am I shipping them? Well, here's the thing. They want you to. And and they do by setting up, like, when... So when Cordelia comes back, which is in between the Vegas episode yes. and this one, uh, in between the two episodes we watched today, she comes back and she knows nothing. Yes. So in order to, like... Or she's, like, looking through her things at the mm-hmm. hotel... One of the things is a box of photos. One yes. of the photos is of her and Angel and the baby. Yes. And she says, am I his mom? And yeah. then Angel's like, no. And I was like, oh. I mean, not no. I mean, no, you're not. But if you were normal Cordelia, you wouldn't distance yourself that hard. You would be like, "That's she's, he's part of my family. Exactly. And you would maybe not have a relationship with him. Here's the other part. Hmm. Is that when she's full Cordelia and she's watching Angel watch Connor. Mm-hmm. She is like, he looks just like his daddy. Soulful eyes. Yes. And I was like, what? Ew. I know. I was like, ew. Are you trying to say like he's like poor man's angel? Yeah. I think so, you're trying to say like he's a hunk of young studdom. Yeah. No, you're saying that he is like a fuckable ball of <laughs> kicking energy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, pump those brakes. One, oh. especially because they did a great job casting Connor. Like, Connor's well cast. Great. But he is does not look like his father. He does not look like... He doesn't look like Angel at all. At all. at all. He does things that are like... Like, his behavior is similar. Like, I see it. I see it. But, I don't, oh, he's got those eyes like his father. I'm like, does he? Or do you just mm? want to have sex with both of them? Yeah. I mean, it's like when people, like, keep seeing parallels mm-hmm. just because they want to. Yeah. Because I'm like, the show really wants us to believe that. Like, the show wants us to believe that Angel is his father's, like, spit and image. Connor is Angel's. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's hard for me to buy it. Because they're selling it so hard. Yes. It's too hard. If you have to sell it that hard, then maybe it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's No, yeah. The lady doth protest too much. Um, uh, Shakespeare had it right. And Shakespeare he had it right. seen this episode. So in the first episode, we get a bunch of shit of Cordelia from heaven yelling at Angel, being like, look at me, save me, I'm bored. Which, <sighs> I have so many problems with this. Okay, and we kind of talked about it on the last episode. But Cordelia made the choice to go to a higher calling. Mm-hmm. It is so retrograde of Cordelia as a character to then be like, I'm bored. Get me out of here. Yeah. It, especially because, like, we're not seeing her go through any change of mind. Yes. So then it's it feels so like, huh? Yeah. Like, it feels like the writing for her character in this, se- or in this like, little arc is such a turn and mm-hmm. is kind of half-assed. Like, it's... Yeah. And the thing is, like, I feel like the Cordelia that we know and love wouldn't have been this annoying, for lack of a better term. And... Would she really be worried about being bored if she watched Angel be at the bottom of the ocean for four months? That's the thing. Is that really what her number one concern would be? Or if she saw Connor, like, being in so much pain, or if she saw Fred and Gunn, like, not know what to do. Like, her really, what she'd be thinking about is her own boredness, how bored she was. Yeah, what we're seeing is, like, a selfishness of season one Cordelia. Yeah. Um, And so it's kind of like, 
confusing and like I don't buy into her struggle right now. Well, it also is like, then why did anyone think that you should be a higher being anyway? Because you're kind of a dick. Exactly. It's like, well, then what were they believing in you for? Yeah, they, whatever they saw in you, they were wrong, apparently. Yeah. And I feel like at this point, because it has been three months, right? Yeah. And so if they're saying she has moved toward being frustrated and saying like, help me, help me, help me. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, she would have like resigned herself to her fate and would just be like passively watching and like trying to help where she can. Yes. And that's what it is that's so weird about it is how selfish she's being. Yeah. Because that isn't the Cordelia that we've been seeing. Like, the Cordelia that we've been watching grow and change and get better and become, like, more self-actualized is someone who, if was, when they're watching all of this, would just want to help. Not someone who would be like, help me, help me, help me. Yeah, exactly. Especially because she's safe. Yeah. The only thing that's in danger, she's in danger of is boredom. And that's, you're totally right. Like, the stakes for her are not high. If we had seen like maybe the window of time for her to escape it is yeah. closing or something. Sure. But anything, a- they, anything to give it stakes other than Cordelia is bored and she's going to whine. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like her most humanizing part was when she is frustrated that she can't do anything. Yes. When she's watching um, Gunn and Fred almost be killed yes. and then see Angel lose his sense of purpose. Yeah. And I think if we had seen her frustration like bloom more from the inability to act when she was a very active person when she was here, I would have bought into her frustration more. Yeah. But it's, it seriously just sounds petulant. Yes, totally. That's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, we open this, the episode with Cordy watching Angel watching Connor and he's being such a dad. Mm-hmm. It's like dance moms or like ice skating moms where he's like up in the thing and he's mm-hmm. watching. And he's just like, oh, watch your footwork. Get in there. Yeah. It was very cute. It was cute. Um, and I mean, it still is like, there is like a, a thread of sadness there because Angel knows that for Connor's own good, he's cut him off. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of like, but he can't keep himself from wanting to watch after his son. Yes. So he's still doing that. And then I think also... It introduces like a thing that happens a lot throughout these episodes, which is or this first episode, which is Angel or someone saying something which sounds like they're responding to Cordelia and then fake out. They're actually responding to someone that's like in the shadows. Over it. You look so unamused. It's not cute. It's not cute. It's especially none of it is given any like emotional weight. So it's just like a dumb thing that's laid on top. Mm -hmm. If it was like. Because what we know from Angel is Angel tried to find Cordelia, found that she was in a beautiful, great Mm -hmm. place, and then was like, okay, that closed the book in his heart. He was like, okay, she's in a better place. My pain can just, I can keep brooding, but she's better. Mm -hmm. If then he hears her name and he's like, no, this is my own like selfish projection. I want her to need me. Whatever. Like if if we gave any of it weight from Angel's perspective, sure. Mm -hmm. But instead it's like, oh, you just want to trick me? Yeah. The viewer who's choosing to spend my time watching this show? Yeah. No, thanks. Snooze. Yeah. I don't need it. I mean, I mean, I don't really need Lila and Wesley having, like, happy, sexy times either. Ugh. I mean, that scene, I mean, they had to have that scene so that when she betrayed him or whatever, that whole thing. But, like, <laughs> I don't. They actually made a bet of who would say it was a relationship first. That is so and gross. And the thing that's stupid is that it's for a dollar. Like, that is so... Wait, what do you think it should be? A, a pig's heart? Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Or like a... Um, a magical a, totem. Yeah, like a password tarantula. 
<laughs> oh my, that would be so much better. That'd be hilarious, right? Like you lost oh. the bet. Now get out the password tarantula and you have to do write a whole your name thing. On it. Oh my God. <laughs> so I don't forget. Hilarious. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, I guess the idea, because it makes me think that they had a previous conversation. They had to have a previous conversation where they made this bet. Yeah. That's embarrassing. That's like pathetic <laughs> for these two characters yeah. and where they are in their lives. Like if you said like Gunn and Fred had a bet like that. Sure. Sure. Fine. I buy it. Because it's, it's so, it's so like cheesy. Yeah. And also like these, yeah. And it is, it's such a transparent like distancing of yourself, but then also like kind of putting your cards on the table. Like it is, it's, they. I think that's what, you're right. It is. But because like if you're trying not to call something a relationship, that means you're invested in the thing. Yeah. Because you don't slip and say something. If you don't think something's a relationship, you don't slip and call it that. Well, and it so betrays that, like, a lot of their, like, hardness and, like, distance is yeah. artifice, which is, like, I mean, it's only fun to watch when it cracks. Yes. And I guess that's it. Be- by making it a bet, they made it clear to us that, oh, it cracked in another scene, but you didn't see it. Exactly. And I'm like, well, I would have wanted to see yeah. that. Whereas if it had just been he slipped and called it a relationship and she's like, oh, so that's, yeah. that's what we're calling that. Like, you know what I mean? She should have totally mercilessly mocked him. Yeah. Because that would have been more in line with Lila. Yeah. But I mean, I guess they did have to kind of like uh, build up their thing. So that way the betrayal would be, would hit harder. But is it even a betrayal? Yeah. It it's isn't a betrayal bit- because they both know yeah, they're fucked up. Yeah. If you're sleeping with a snake, sometimes the snake's going to act like a snake. Mm-hmm. And they're both snakes to each other. And yeah, they were snaking each other. Yeah. And also, like, this doesn't really end their relationship because, no. like, in, what changed? In, it turned them on. <laughs> like, they were like, ooh, now this added this new level of, like, sexuality. <laughs> oh, my God. We have to have Jen on so soon. Oh, because he's so sexy right he's now. He's so sexy. Right- like, she's going to be so mad when we tell her about all the things she missed. Especially because there was, like. she's not listening to this right there now. There was, like, abs shirtless. Yeah, Wesley. there was talk about panties. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, girl. So. Angel, meanwhile, Angel has like is at kind of like a stopping point where he's like not doing any movement forward. He just doesn't do anything. He keeps watching his son, which that's hard. Yeah. But he's not even trying to get close. He's not trying to connect with Connor. No. He's so, yeah, he's at a stopping point with that. He gave up his search for Cordelia. He doesn't really want to do cases. He has lost all drive, which is funny, which is funny. They uh, get in a car and Mm. go to Las Vegas. And in case you don't recognize the sign, they give us a nice music cue. Yep. Viva Viva Las Vegas. Vegas. Which is like, yeah, no, we got it. Yeah, we got it. It's the welcome to Las Vegas sign. Um, You guys didn't get the um, permits to shoot on the strip, so you're going to do it in downtown. Which actually, personally, I enjoy downtown better than the strip. In my um, opinion. I like the spa. Ooh. I don't spa. need to be outside at all. No, me neither. <laughs> so yeah, the me... street, I don't care what the street looks like. Yeah. Listen, y'all, I went and stayed at the Golden Nugget in downtown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That place, they gave us a free update, nice. uh, upgrade, and we got to use the spa for free. Ooh. It was nice. That is a good spa. The Caesar Spa is also choice. Damn. And not I very want... expensive. It's like. 40 bucks for a what? day or something. Maybe it's nice, free, but it's like, it's not expensive. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm, so they're at, in Vegas, but they're doing a different kind of Vegas than you and I are talking about right now. They are doing hang out in a casino, go to a show Vegas. Yep. 
They're in, doing a stage show. And that's it. And it's a very Wayne Newton-y show, I think. I never saw Wayne Newton, but it's what I imagine those shows were like. It, it feels like that. Like girls getting all a flutter. Who does that now? Like Wait. Penn and Teller's there. Is Ricky Martin there? I feel like somebody. Selena's there, but that's a okay, different but vibe. That's different. That's like diva vibe. Yeah. You, somebody who's like going to sing songs that you kind of know. Um, does, oh, what's that guy? Does Barry Manilow play Vegas huh. right now? Does he have a residency? Um, I'm, I'm looking at people. Mariah Carey does, right? That tracks. There's like various magicians. Oh my God. There's so many mu- magicians. There's so many musicians. Magicians. That is if you do music and magic. They mentioned, they name check Blue Man Group here. They do. But people don't get how they get. This is what's happening. It's Donnie and Marie Osmond. That's what it is. is. That's what it is. So, but I I do think they're, since it's of that time, I think they are definitely pulling from um, Wayne Newton. Yeah, and he's got like a surprisingly accurate um, Liberace vibe, which he's always playing with a little bit, but in this, it feel you feel it yeah more like i yeah. wouldn't be surprised if the actor uh watched some liberace stuff i'm sure to to prep for this because he's for sure like he is giving them a show uh-huh. he's singing he's singing like crazy he's got his little dancer his lornettes which i so loved yeah. i loved that i loved the like show part of it it kind of mm-hmm. made me like want to go to vegas yeah um, but i would never ugh, those things are expensive that's the thing i'd rather not spend that money <laughs> I think probably, though, if you stay at the Flamingo, you can probably get a pretty good deal on Donnie Marie tickets. Yeah. I think if you stay at the place. So, like, if we got in the car right now, Mm. we could get there in time. Mm -hmm. We could go to a show tonight, Mm. sleep over in the Flamingo, Mm -hmm. where everything is pink. That's the whole plan. Yeah. And we could get a fun deck of cards from the Flamingo. You could keep it. I would totally keep it. Yeah. Ryan loves flamingos, everybody. I do, I do love Her flamingos. birthday's coming up. Although by the time this comes out, maybe no. it will have passed. And <laughs> we will I, have I, been... I will still love flamingos. Yeah. Ryan will never not love flamingos. Yeah. So we should all get together and <laughs> give her a, a flamingo house. Okay, you could give me a flamingo house. But if you tweet at Armogi a picture, a gif, a story, a, anything about flamingos, it will make my day. Any day that you do it. There Don't is, feel pressure, but I'm just just letting you know. Okay, I will tell you, there is an extensive flamingo coverage section of the new planet Earth of these flamingos. Oh, no. And their mating dance is the cutest thing in the world. Oh. Um, I can't remember which episode it is, but you could probably okay. find it. I'm so I'm saying it. that one you would like, in addition to the behind the scenes one. Yeah, the behind the scenes I got to see. I got to see flamingos. But yeah, so I've never stayed at the flamingo. Yeah. So someday I'll go. Um... But meanwhile, I think I like Vegas Angel better than regular Angel. I like Vegas Angel. I mean, maybe not better, but I'm enjoy. I like him. I like how he is. He's like grandpa. He's so many stories mm-hmm. of old Vegas. Mm-hmm. He knows the town. He feels comfortable in the town. He's not, but he's not brooding about it. Mm-mm. It's like whereas L.A. is his town, but he's like kind of bitter about it. <laughs> yeah, because that's his like zone. Like when yeah. he when he, it's like work. Different cities make you feel different. Yes. And the way he feels in Vegas is a way I like to watch him feel. Well, because it's a little bit of a taste of Angelus without any of the evilness. No evil. It's But it is a little bit like he's cocky. Yeah, he's cocky. He also like keeps telling stories that no one cares about. Well, but like hint that maybe he's friends with mobsters. Yes. Well, not hint. He says he's friends with mobsters. Yeah. <laughs> he knew the Rat Pack. He knew, and he's like uh, a few times. He like, can't keep track of how many times he hung out with them. He hung out with them all. 
he was in the rat bag. Yeah. He just isn't in any of the photographs. Yeah. And how like old he is yeah. when he was like, there were literal sand dunes there. The last time I was there, <laughs> I loved funny. that. Okay. Also, did you know that I used to have a poster in my college dorm room of the Rat Pack? That tracks. It was, <laughs> it was a poster of them. And I think it's it's one of those ones probably is like in a million dorm, dorm rooms because it's not like I was that fan. I didn't have it like printed up from a negative or something. <laughs> 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 but it was like all of them outside. It was clearly like it was during the day, like the height of the sun. They're sitting outside. I don't know if it's the Bellagio. What, it wasn't the Bellagio because that's new. But it was like outside. Maybe it's the Welcome to Vegas sign. But it's like outside mm-hmm. during the day in Vegas, which is my favorite because it's like Vegas is not Vegas during the day. Yeah. So it's like a, go- a reverse ghost town. And they're all like squinting each other, all like puffy faced and hung over. Yeah. But they're still wearing their suits. Like that's no great. jackets. I, I loved that picture. That, <laughs> I I loved it. I was yeah. like that because it's it's like taking away some of the artifice of it, but mm-hmm. it's like but they're still cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a little like it's like a blooper, but a picture. Yeah. It's like it's almost like as if you would get a candid, but it's not. Yeah. I also had a picture of Elvis tongue kissing a girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of not okay. That's not really what it is, but it it's essentially that. If it's like a backstage picture, it's a handed picture. Uh-huh. I mean, someone from the estate must have approved it because I had it on a poster. Yeah. Of him like, and a poster, it was like not that big. It was like maybe eight by 10. But it's like him backstage with like a groupie. And he is like, he's, she's, he's sticking his tongue out and she's like kissing his tongue. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and not like, like straight out. Not like, not like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like a snake like a snake he's like snaking at her and okay, she, snake like, tug cute, or dog tug it's like a cute playful moment that was like captured on yeah it's like a moment that should have been between two people that now is on my wall that's great i actually really like that so those were two of my posters and i had two blink 182 posters two dot judge <laughs> oh my god one of them i turned into a collage uh-huh. so it didn't count as a poster because like it was just the blink 182 was just the base mm-hmm. of a larger collage mm-hmm. and then one was a straight up blink 182 poster cool I don't know if all these existed at the same time, but they were throughout my college career. These are different times. I also got into, did you ever do Rasturbations? What is that? Okay. It was this website, might have been called Rasturbate, where it would take pictures and then make them into dots. Oh. And you could do different size dots and then you could make like, you could do it on one page, but you could make like huge wall mm-hmm. size murals. Oh, I didn't. Dots. I never did that. So I had one of, you know, the end of Pretty in Pink where they like kiss over the mm-hmm. cake. I had one of that. I had one of my favorite uh, Doris Day Rock Hudson movie is called Pillow Talk. And there's a picture of like the two of them. It's like a set. It's not in the movie, but it's from the promotion for the movie of the two of them like like lying back on a chaise and kind of smiling at each other. and Because mm-hmm. like, they're cute. Because they're like best friends. Mm-hmm. And then IRL in the movie They're in Love. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I had a – I would do different ones because they were – it was like a craft project, but also like you – didn't have to handle the art yourself because I'm not a great artist, but I'm an okay crafter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one year, the CW did this thing where you, and because at school, part of this also is at my school, you would get a printer allowance. And if you didn't use your printer allowance at the end of the year, it would just go away. Mm. So at the end of the semester, if you still had $20 in your printer allowance, like, let's print some shit. Yeah. So that's when I would print my masturbations. Cool. If I had leftover. And then I also would print, um, or one year I printed they the CW had this thing where you could print full size things of their stars. 
I like remember that. Size. Yes. So we printed a Chad Michael Murray because oh One God, Tree Hill. Was <laughs> <laughs> and there's an entire roll of film. I think it was like a disposable camera. Entire roll of film that we took pictures with us with Chad Michael Murray. Oh my god! And so I have some of those pictures there. I'm like dancing with him. I'm like do it like it's me and Ryan, and we're just mm-hmm. like being silly. But it's like so like yeah. There's a ton of pictures of me and Chad Michael Murray, and then that same night, worse, mm. worse than just taking pictures with Chad Michael Murray is that I printed out a Tom Welling. I put him on my closet door, and I lived with Tom Welling. Oh my god! For like six months or whatever the rest of the so it was yeah. like November, and I did that until I moved out in the spring. Oh my so anyone god. Anyone who came into my apartment and it, or my dorm room. And it was like if you open the closet door, mm-hmm. it would go, it was like a bat the back side, so you could like hide him. It was very easy to hide him. Mm-hmm. But like if I wasn't thinking about it and someone came into my dorm, there is a full, like a six, whatever, however tall he is, yeah. six foot Tom Welling. Yeah. In like jeans with his like hands in his pockets. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I was not 10. I was not 16. Yeah. I was like 19, 20 years old. Um, I had a similar thing with uh, my roommate, Katie, in college. Mm-hmm. I remember always feeling like really simpatico with her because she was really fucking weird. Yeah. And she got really obsessed with the Incredible Hulk. Okay. Specifically the Ed Norton version. Okay. <laughs> she was like, I so relate to the Hulk. Like, my anger is really hard for me to control. Oh, no. So I love that. She loved the Hulk. She loved the I Hulk. I feel like if someone... Yeah, that's a that's crazy thing. And then she, we went to Blockbuster. Okay. And they were closing. It was like when Blockbuster was like yes. leaving forever. And so everything was on sale. And there was a cutout Uh-oh. of The Incredible Hulk. Wait, it was The Hulk or was Ed Norton? It was The Hulk. Okay. Not Ed Norton. It was the Ed Norton version of The Hulk. Yes, I remember him. And she was like, how much is this? And they were like, I don't know, $6. And she was like, great. She bought it and she kept it in our house. <gasps> And we would just put it in like different places yeah, sure. and like try and scare our other roommate yeah, no, that's funny. with it. But like she was so attached to it. And I think, I think she might still have it. Oh my God. Which she was like, Can I you just, talk to her. Yeah. I should. Can you text her and ask her if she still has the Hulk? Yeah, I'll do it right now. Maybe we'll find out today on this show. Um, yeah. I also, when I was younger, I think I like full size men because. When I was a kid, <laughs> full size man. From like probably seventh grade until I moved out of the my, well, it was probably there until we packed up the house. Um, so like my whole uh, middle school and high school, I had a full size John Stockton taking a jump shot on the back of my door. So when my door was closed, like, mm. on the inside of the door was so it's just for you. Yeah, and sometimes uh, if you wake up like half awake, it would look like there was a man at my door. And and I was like, no, it's just John, John Stockton. Taking a <laughs> so I think I've had that for, I don't have any in my house right now. Oh, I don't have any in my I house either. I, mm, here's the thing. If, if for my birthday, you gave me a full size man and you know what man, what men would be appropriate. I would keep him. I'm trying to but think I'm of what not man would gonna, be appropriate I don't think I will acquire another full size man cut out. Yourself. For at least the, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? When I turn 40. Who knows? I mean, you might gift yourself. I might gift myself like an Indiana Jones. Oh. That, would, that wouldn't actually be my top, but that would be a fun one, I think. Because he would be like, let's go on an adventure. Yeah. And you love adventure. Yeah. I really want a full-size Angela Lansbury. That would be great. Because she would give me advice. <laughs> <laughs> or at least her stare would be like, I would look at her and she'd look at me and she'd be like. I'd love a full-size Lauren to oh. bring it back to Angel. But I would actually. I would love a full size more line. than an angel, more than a spike. 
Yeah, I think so. Just because more than a Buffy. Oh, I'd really like a full size Buffy. I think a full size Buffy would be oh, cool. Because you clutch. Could, and you could put her in different like I that's the thing of like put her in different places. Okay, what do you get a full size Warren and you put her in your him in your backyard? <laughs> I think I would get death threats. <laughs> From who? Neighbors. <laughs> They'd be like, I remember that episode of Buffy. <laughs> that would be worth it. I wonder, okay, if I put him on my roof, would anybody notice or care? I think people Warren. would see it. A one, you'd have to acquire a warrant. I don't think a warrant exists. If I tried to like custom get you'd that, have, okay, it would probably be a hundred dollars to get it made. And also, that printer would call the police. <laughs> they would be like, "There's something wrong with you." <laughs> Why do you want a warrant? <laughs> a warrant? I think they would think it was your friend. Honestly, yeah, he looks normal enough. He's not like he's not like Lorne or Buffy. It was yeah. like very recognizable. Or even just like Sarah Michelle Gellar is, doesn't look like a real person. No, she's very, very beautiful. Yeah. What if you got a tarot with like a bullet in her? Psycho. In your bedroom? I'm evil. Something's wrong with me. I just leave it on the floor in my bedroom. Something is wrong <laughs> with me. Oh my God. Wait, I'm going to have to cancel it. It was your birthday present. <laughs> you know what? Like, oh, it's going to be a spoiler. Never mind. What would you even do if someone. Okay, honestly, though, someone gives you a Lorne, and it's seven feet tall <laughs> as a birthday present. And I've seen your apartment. You have a, you have a nice two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. It's like you've got a balcony. You've got space. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's not a space issue. I cannot lie to them and say, oh, there's no room for it. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't pretend. I mean, even in my apartment, I couldn't really say there's no room because I made room you for You know where he maybe shit. goes? Outside? No, in the attic. Do you think that's disrespectful to Lauren? Do you pull it out when people come over? Or maybe the cat's room. I put him in the cat's room. But the problem is I'm afraid that they'll destroy him. Because he's cardboard. Does he Cats love to scratch cardboard. Does he ever come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have guests over, he'll sit on the couch. No, you're such a liar. <laughs> you would not put him sitting on the no, couch. No, because I don't want to bend him. Would you ever put him... So he really is never coming out. You know what? I probably... F- you know where I'd put him? Uh, on that wall, this is so useless to listeners. Uh, you know, my TV has like two walls behind yeah. it because it's like kind of in a corner. Yes. I'd put him on the right hand wall because it's okay. currently blank. And I think that would be like a fun place for him to be. Okay. So I'd you put really him there. would do that. Yeah. I don't think I really would. I mean, okay. If somebody went through the trouble of procuring a full size cutout of something, I guess I would keep it. But I don't really, I don't know that I, maybe a Buffy. But yeah. I, have the, I have that Buffy puppet that you made. So it's way better. Like and she's it. small. Well, and she's, she's just, helpful. She's cuter and like more sentimental to me. Like I don't yeah. want a full set. I don't want 20th Century Fox. To Here's make the thing. thing. Yeah, and it's presumptuous to give someone that large of a wall wall hanging. You know what I Unless mean? Unless you are a hundred percent into it's a gag gift. Yeah. Like if I bought you a Lorne and for your birthday, and on it, it was like it was holding balloons, and then it had a big thing. <laughs> like, happy birthday, Kelly, let me sing you a song. Or something, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, I, the idea of the gift is you seeing it, yeah, not like you keeping it forever, yeah. Then I'm all in, then yeah, give people cutouts. But if you expect someone to treasure your cutout, mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, yeah, right? I don't know. I, yeah, I guess it depends on how big of a fan that person is, too. Because, like, if someone is, like, a ride-or-die, like, obsessed fan, but isn't maybe. Then, like, one but of they those, already have that. Right. Or, like, isn't it, like, an agent? Because here's the thing. It's a cheap-ass thing. Not and not price-wise. No. But, like, it's going to fall apart and look like crap. Yeah. So, like, get them an action figure. Mm-hmm. Get them a 
a script signed by the cast. To get mm-hmm. the, like there's things that you could spend that same amount of money on to get them something that is like a collector's item. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like those cutouts, while goofy and kind of fun. They have a limited run. They have a limited run unless you're going to like, where was I? Oh, near uh, <laughs> Jen Kleinrock's house. <laughs> <laughs> the address. No, I won't say. Uh, someone has a uh, smartest man in the world or whatever that guy is. Uh, the Takate guy or whatever he is. Oh, yeah. Dosekis Most guy. Uh, intelligent. Inter- interesting. interesting. Whatever he is. The smartest. Uh, they, someone oh, I've seen that. Against the wall. I've seen that. <laughs> on her street? Yeah, my friend used to live on that street, oh, okay. too. okay. Um, I'm like, what did, are you hanging out with Jen with No, uh, my friend Lydia used to live on that street. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so, yeah. So, that, I guess, like, but that feels so college fratty. It does. And I guess that's the whole thing. It feels very fratty. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're past it. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think there are different ages of fandom, and I think we've aged out of it. Yeah. Great. Great. Though, I think it's cute in, like, an office. It is cute in an office. Depending on your office. It is cute in an office. Yeah. It is really cute in an office. But I don't have an office. I mean, I have. I work in an open office, so it would be so weird. You would be a nightmare. You would be a nightmare. Okay, JK, I want to do it. I want to have... You want a seven-foot-tall Lauren? I want Lauren. <laughs> I want Buffy. You have a whole posse. Yes. I want Tara with the hole in her stomach. Oh, my God. And it'll be a hole like you can see through, through her like, chest. Desi Cumser. Oh, my God. You are a monster. And I'll have them all stand behind me, so it makes an office. <laughs> you create a cubicle. Create a cubicle with cutout characters. I think we've gotten to something. We've gotten on to something. We're going to talk to us in a week and oh my God, we'll be, I'll be rich. fired. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan will be fired and we'll be rich. <laughs> Somehow. Both will be true. Um, but yeah, but, I love Vegas Angel. Um, we do have- Oh my God. She just sent me a sad crying face. No. So I think the answer is no. I said, do you still have that Hulk cutout crying face? No. Okay. <laughs> She's typing. Dot, dot, dot. She's typing. Oh no. She really loved that thing. She loved it. She like lo- she was like, like every day she would say like, "I love my Hulk cutout." Like she would be like, "I love this thing." What happened? Uh, so she says, "I threw it out when I moved Aww. to the new city she lives in. I brought it and moved it, but tossed it because I felt like I needed to, and I wept. I'm a dumbass." <laughs> she brought it all the way to the new city and then threw it out and then cried, and now she feels like a dumbass. Okay, you know so what? All of that people, tracks with her. Yeah, and you know what? There's some people who need their cardboard cutouts. Yeah, there are some people who need them, and I think Katie was one of them. And I, I'm really shocked she threw it away. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you back. Honestly, I'm shocked. <laughs> um, okay. What would you do if you? I know that you are all coupled up, but go back to your single days in your mind. Sure. You go to a guy's house. Okay. You really like him. Mm. It's we. It's that usual thing we say at the beginning. Our of classic this. thing. You really like, <laughs> like him. He's great. It were, no like, warning and signs. Whatever it is to like make this a harder decision. Yes. Um, and then you go in and he does have a full size cardboard cutout of Fred with the green makeup. <laughs> and he says, not, you have already talked about how you both like Buffy and Angel. Like he doesn't listen to podcasts. Be- or he did listen to a few episodes. But then once he started talking to you, he stopped because like that would be weird to know too much about your personal life. So he stopped. But like. He is a fan of the show. You knew that. So, like, you're not like, oh, my God, you're a secret angel. Because that would also be weird. Yeah. Because you're, like, a, you're a notorious. If someone knows you, they know that about you. So, yeah. like, it would be weird he kept a secret. So, he told you. You yeah. both know. He didn't warn you about this cutout. And it's not in, like, a weird place. It's like you said. Like, it's behind his TV. It's part of his sure. decor. It's a it, Fred as that 
demon. Uh-huh. You say something, right? I would, yeah, I would be like, that's a really interesting pick. Oh my God, it was like my favorite episode. My friend got it for me. It's kind of a joke because, you know, I mean, so she's like, super hot like that. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> Should he not say all of that to you? He, the, she was super hot like that <laughs> is probably one of my least favorite <laughs> phrases, <laughs> especially when used to describe Fred undergoing like so much green paint. So much green paint and fake horns. Oh, my God. And those fishnets. Which and can, so uncomfortable. Uh, fishnets feel... I, okay, one, I don't really get... The bigger the fishnet is, I don't really get it. Like, oh, my God. You start to Sometimes look like are, a fish. So some of them are so big that I'm like, your whole foot must be going through the bottom yeah. of it. Like, how do you... Where does your... So you wear a sock underneath? Do you... So I remember, like, you like using them for, like, a costume or something. Sure. And I remember always getting frustrated with the toe part not because cheapy fishnets, yes. like fancy ones, have like tighter netting yes. around the toe and heel. Right. Because you're supposed to wear them more than once. Yeah. You're not supposed to buy them at Party City and wear them <laughs> once and ruin them uh, in Isla Vista during uh, Halloween 2007. Oh, <laughs> Isla Vista 2007. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, they're not very comfortable. No, they're not comfortable. And I guess some people find them attractive, but like I don't think they're like aesthetically attractive. Like, yeah, they, they, they're a look like I've worn them. If I'm feeling uh, I remember a couple years ago, I wore them. I think I threw them all out. But uh, as part of a like specific look where I was like wearing combat boots. OK. Uh, and then like the socks that you like scrunch on top of the combat boot. And okay. then uh fishnets with like black shorts and like a black like kind of like a gothy like hot yeah. topic type okay. look so for that I get it like, yeah I get that it's part of an ensemble yes I don't find them to be like a sexy look though personally I understand I think, that they're sexy I understand they're sexy and I guess for me it's like when they're the smaller ones are sexier she just responded I'm sorry okay. she just said I am the worst what the fuck is wrong with me oh. <laughs> You brought this up too. All she I said was, was honestly, I'm shocked. She was just living like a good life, and you remind her of trauma. <laughs> yeah, I guess because here's the thing: it's like I feel like what is sexy about fishnet and whatever. I'm not the target market for finding fishnet stock, whatever. Yeah, but it feels like what's sexy about them is that they're stockings. I think that is not it. that they have huge holes in them. No, I think it's that they're. Well, and also, like, they are evocative of, like, a general feeling. It's, like, boudoir yes. like, Whereas, like, kind of, like, like, fishnet tights, that's, that's not, is that hot? I think, yes. Okay. And I think it's also, it's similar, because it's, like, that same, like, it's it's communicating, like, a um, burlesque type feel. Sure. So I think it's, like, they're only sexy because of the connotation. Uh-huh. Because, like, just, I mean, but a lot of things are, right? Right. Because, like, just looking at something, um... Like, there are things where it's, like, this, like, uh, brings out, like, someone's curves or whatever. Right. But I guess there's nothing that brings out curves about... I know. The tighter fishnet is different. Yeah. But the, like... Because then you can see the, like, how the leg is, like... Sure. Yeah. But the really big ones... <laughs> it's just, like, what? <gasps> They're you just can, uncomfortable to me. You can, like, me. poke people through them, I guess? Yeah, sure. You can really... You know what it might be? It's, like, the illusion of, like getting a glimpse at something but you can still touch do you know what i mean yeah it's like hiding but not hiding meanwhile so so this guy's just like really hot like that okay <laughs> so he says that <laughs> i would be like what part 
the green, all of it, the whole pe- the whole the effect. <laughs> the effect. Because <laughs> like she's a really pretty girl, and then yeah. she she like really just she does herself up, man. Whatever. It was I was younger. It's right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was like a gift like two years ago. Whoa. Okay. Well, two years is less than I thought you would say when you said you were younger. Um, <laughs> but no, like the gift was a joke about a thing. But you just said that she's really hot ago. like that. Well, yeah. I mean, can you deny it? Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is that she had to put the paint on her legs and then wear stockings That's what over I'm it. Saying. That's a nightmare because they're fishnets. Oh god! Like they were just some nice opaque stockings. <laughs> you could even get some like kind of green tinted ones and cheat it. Nice. I think that's what I would do. <laughs> I'd be like, y'all have any green tinted stockings in here? <laughs> I don't have time to do the legs. Um, I think I would just, I, it would be a weird thing. You know what it might be? It would be a weird thing that I would like, kind, I would kind of give him shit about it, eventually overlook it. And then if we got in a fight, that you would come up. Back I'd be him. like, you're fucked up. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> you think that that's fucking hot? Okay. You never fight like that. You have a perfect relationship. Oh, my God. It's so perfect. Okay, great. You move in together. Okay. He moves into your place. Okay. Because your he, place is... No, no, no. Like, I know what you're going to say. He's trying to bring that fucking thing to my house? It's... He's trying to bring that thing in my house? Yeah. Absolutely not. Nowhere in the house? It can go in the attic. And then we're sealing that attic. Okay. How about he says, I know you don't want it in your apartment. Like, I totally get it. Mm. Um, But I just don't want to see it sometimes because it reminds me of a really good time in my life. Can I put it by the, refri- by the washing machine downstairs? In the garage? It's in the garage, but it's like not away in the garage. It's like no, out, it's out in the garage. So you can definitely see it if you so just you open the garage. You will see it every time you do laundry. Fine. No one else, like your guests don't necessarily see it. Fine, fine. Aww, you're such a good compromiser. This is why you're so good in a relationship. You're a team player. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> okay, question to you. Oh, bring it on. You go over to the guy's house. Yeah. He has uh, Connor uh-huh. in his first street outfit which is the one that he got from that from that drug house okay with the ripped uh-huh. neck okay holding a spoon i think i would say whoa <laughs> <laughs> i think that would first would be whoa and then i'd be like is that from connor's first episode I'm like yeah you know i just like really identify with connor like in that episode because um do they sell this did you have to have it made oh i so I um I watched that episode 75 times. Oh my gosh. And then I paused it on the one shot where you see his full body in that mm-hmm. outfit. And um I brought it to the printer. Okay. And it cost me seven hundred dollars, but I uh got it made. I just I I really connect with Connor in that way. Like he resonates with me a lot. So yeah. Wow. Um, you know what I just forgot? Mm? <laughs> I I'm supposed to record a podcast tonight. We were supposed to play um Board games. I know, but I I double booked and I'm so sorry. Um, well, I you know what? It's okay. I um I actually like made up an RPG where you can be different iterations of Connor. <laughs> oh, cool! Like, do you want to be baby Connor or do you want to be like first day in the city Connor no, or do you want to like be a- like adult Connor? Do you want to be like like there's a variety of Connors you could be. Listen, um. Do you not like Connor or something? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a lot of feelings about Connor, both mm-hmm. positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you, you're, you, he's a big part of your life, huh? Oh, absolutely. Um, do you have room for <laughs> room in my heart? <laughs> well, first, I need you to put on this outfit of animals. No. <laughs> 
right. I think, yeah, outfit of animal skins is the moment. <laughs> the I hard think, line. I think I try. Because being obsessed with something or being really into something yeah. doesn't make you bad. I mean, right now in my apartment, there is a full row in my bookshelf that is all Sweet Valley High books. Yeah. That oh, not, yeah. That is not like, that is, and that isn't even my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So, I, like, I have things in my apartment that a person could look at and be like, what is, what? Me too. I mean, it's not Connor. It's not a Connor printout in his <laughs> first, spoon. with a spoon. <laughs> oh my God, he's eating, he's like about to take a bite from a cup of yogurt. Oh my God. But that spoon is dirty. Oh, because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Okay, no. <laughs> this no. guy is a problem. But like, <laughs> there are things in my apartment that you could look at and think and project certain peccadillos that I don't necessarily have. Okay. Because I don't even like really approve Ryan, of Sweet Valley High. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Okay, I know. <laughs> You're saying that like someone could project things based on seeing like that you have books. Books are things that you can find anywhere. Yeah. That is a unique, that is a bespoke item. It is. It is very specific. It is it's different <laughs> than having like a bookshelf of books. Okay. Yeah, no, this guy's this guy's this a guy crazy is- person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think particularly because it's Connor. Yeah. And Connor is not like like if it was the same thing and the person had like Willow stuff mm-hmm. or uh, or Lorne stuff, mm-hmm. even West stuff, or mm-hmm. Fred gets weird because how yeah. But like if you loved Fred, mm-hmm. like you loved Fred, mm-hmm. and I come over to your house and you have a Fred thing, I'm gonna ask you about it. Sure. Or take note of it at the very least. Yeah. But I think it's okay to have a favorite character. Oh, sure. That's fine. <laughs> I think trying to play it, make people play an RPG. <laughs> Different iterations of this character. I think it's a lot. Like, have you ever, like, wondered what would happen if baby Connor met, like, adult Connor? <laughs> we could make that happen. We could make <laughs> All right, you be baby Connor, I'll be adult Connor. Okay, that's... <laughs> Okay, I, I surreptitiously turned my phone on. I start. You call 911. No, I was going to call you. Oh. So you could hear all this. That'd be amazing. You should FaceTime me. <laughs> just like under the table. <laughs> Tell me more. For the listener, Ryan's just holding the phone next to her head with the camera pointing at me. <laughs> so casual. Tell me. <laughs> um. No. Okay. I- I don't, I mean, but I'm also, I'm super single. So maybe I would let it go. I like him from before I came into his house, right? Oh, yeah. I think I would play. Okay. What if he's like, (laughs) oh, like, I'm so glad you told me that you have a podcast about Buffy and Angel because I've got something that's going to blow your mind. Oh, then I double have to play. And then you open the door and then he's like, there's my Connor poster or my Connor cutout. And I have a RPG. I think I stick on for the story. At this point. Abs- you have to. Because he's not because he's not being a creep. No. Okay, what if he only serves me like vending machine food? And he's like, I live a it's, Connor. It life. all starts it all starts lining up. And he's like, beef jerky. And he's like, sorry I took so long to get to your house. Like I was riding on top of the bus. <laughs> and it took a really long time because buses are slower in LA. Okay, now he's insane. No, now he's insane. Because like at first he was just a super fan. Mm-hmm. And then he had like built his life to be a super fan. And no, he's like Summer of Sam. Yeah, he's, he's like, I maybe do I write a letter to the police so they have one on file so that when the killings start, they well, have a in person? your in your journalings, you you write about that and then you 
Wait, are you saying getting it murdered? You write it. You write about it. And then you, one day when like things are starting to get pretty hot and heavy with him, you just leave your journal at the police station. <laughs> You're like, hold on, I gotta Wait, drop I off. Ha- I stay. Why am I still dating him? I'm okay. I could be alone. I don't need for the this. story for the Wait, pod. I, would I do this? For would the you pod? die for the pod? No, I wouldn't die. I would stay on this one date with this guy. Yeah, I would probably play his RPG. <laughs> Though you need more than two people to play an RPG. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just playing pretend. <laughs> and one person is the master. So it's like a combination of BDSM and uh, playing Imagine. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you need more than... Because he's just making me roll. <laughs> he's just... I want to eat a ding... I eat all the ding-dongs. Roll. Roll to see if you can do that. All right, now I'm going to roll to see how much damage those ding-dongs do to you. <laughs> uh, oh, how do we get back to the show? We, we were talking, talking about, about Angel. Uh, Connor. Connor. Um, and then, okay, so the first episode, like, okay, so Sexy Fred in green. Mm-hmm. Okay, by the way, Lauren, he ignores them. Mm-hmm. Totally gives totally them the cold shoulder. Them. And then we find out, and at first we think he's being a diva. Yeah. But then we find out he isn't. He's a prisoner Mm -hmm. yeah and they're using him his power which is to read people while they sing so he will sing and like do like a call and response yes 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 um avec moi and he is having people sing back do you want to sleep with me tonight (laughs) tonight (laughs) um and so he's he's singing he has them sing and then he figures out the people with good fates and then reports to his employer. Yep. Who then? Okay. And there were like really good fates. I don't know how he like narrowed in on those people. Like it seemed like. Well, maybe he did more people. We just didn't know. Maybe we only saw one song. So maybe every song like he did more people mm-hmm. because in the audience is a Pulitzer Prize winner, mm-hmm. a person who's going to have like several Michelin star restaurants, mm-hmm. and then what was the other? I don't remember the other one. There was another one that was like oh. really big, like a politician or something. Oh, right. Uh, a couple terms as a senator or something Yes. Like it that. was like, those people just happened to go to Lauren's show. Yeah. And then the guy's like, is that it? And I was like, you expect more? What are you, in a one showing of a Vegas show? Yeah. It was pretty crazy. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Why are all these people converging in one place? Crazy. Maybe magic. Uh, so, but turns out he takes them. Yeah. Lures them into a game, mm-hmm. which I guess they have a choice of whether they play the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have a choice of whether they play the game, but they do. And then when they lose, because the game's rigged, they lose their futures. Yeah. And he then sells them off on a black market to the highest bidder. And then it's whoever wants to like change their fates. Um, and at first you're like, why would Lauren do this? Turns out he said no the first time, of course. And they shot one of his dancers right in front of him. So he's trapped. He's trapped. Um, if he doesn't want other people to die. And he's also physically trapped. Like, there yeah, are bars. There are bars in his room. Um, um, so Fred goes to, like, check stuff out. Because mm-hmm. she's like, something is fishy. He didn't say hi to us. And the two security guards. Oh, my God. They're so gross. They're gross. So for, one of them is like, hey, hey. And, like, points out a hole in her makeup. Which I guess that was helpful. That was helpful. And they're like, don't worry. He doesn't bite with his mouth. And I was like, ew. So With what? Okay, so I'm thinking his peen. His peen like has a little chomp, 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 chomp. His b-hole, chomp, chomp, chomp. His his nips, chomp, chomp, chomp. No, <laughs> that'd be He's amazing. Got biting nipples. 
that's too much, Kelly. Uh, no, those are the only places. His like, nails? Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. But I think by bite, like your mouth is the only thing that bites. And I don't know if they're being like, I think they might just be being xenophobic. If we're going to be honest, because I don't know if we know that he can do any of that. They're just like being like, eh, he's a demon. Gross, gross. I think they're just trying to say you aren't going to be kissing him. You're going to be filleting Fucking him. Fucking him. Oh. I'm going to be him. Yeah. Or having sex with him. Yeah. But something sexy. Well. Like that you will be servicing him. Yes. Not talking to him. Yes. Which she kind of implies too. Yeah, because she goes along with it. Because she's like, I got to get in that fucking room. Yeah, she's like, I got a martini. Yeah, so she goes in, uh, discovers that he is trapped. And they concoct a plan to get him out of there. Meanwhile, Angel is like investigating. Oh, he figures it out like in two seconds. Yeah, and so he goes, he's like, oh, everyone's like going over there to play to win. Because he found the girl that was going to have the Michelin stars wandering around. She almost around. died. She almost got hit by a car. He had to save her. Um, and then she's like, I have to play to win. And he's like, oh, I remember you going in there and now you have no drive. Weird. I'm going to go in there. So he goes in. And then he loses. And then he loses. He, he was pretty cocky when he threw the chip onto the, I'm like, I dude. Know. And they're like, house wins. And then he's like, right. Why did he throw it on there? I have no idea. He could have just dropped it on the floor. He could have kept it yeah. in his hand. It was just like such a flourish. It was like, angel. Well, then, I mean, he gets what he just deserts. Because he loses all his drive. And yeah. he said, because that's part of it, is they not only take away your drive, but they give you a bunch of quarters. So you just stay in the room, plug it, which there is a metaphor here. Yeah. And it is true when you go and you see people with just like sitting at the slots, just like playing mm-hmm. and playing. Playing and, and playing, and playing and playing. Um, yeah. Though they showed us a bunch of like old people doing it. And I was like, are you trying to tell me these people have been there forever? That's what I thought. That Lauren's only been there for three months. Oh. So it's like, does it age you? Or were these people who had futures even though they were 50? Maybe. But yeah, so it's like, so Angel is now like wandering around, like just playing slots. He's not, he's completely, he's just quarters cha-ching. in, cha-ching, cha-ching. And he's not, not winning. winning. <laughs> this is why we have a podcast. Podcast. Um, and then, uh, so then they successfully get, uh, Lauren out of there banking on like those guys' xenophobia by just being like, yeah, he turned into a snake and slurred it. Like, of course, yeah, that's yeah. what they do. Uh, so they run in, bonky bonky. Lauren gets to run out, looking very conspicuous. And yeah, well, he looks like he's a big demon. <laughs> yeah, he's big, a big demon in a coat. Yep. Uh, so then they're running around in downtown Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, and they think that Angel's covering them. Which is funny because he is not. He is aggressively not. Um, but Lauren is able to sing really high yeah! and break a lot of glass mm-hmm. and protect himself. Yeah. And then they realize, shit, we don't have Angel. Angel, because Angel said, got to play to win. Uh-huh. Got to play to win. Got to play to and win. then uh, Lauren says that that's what, how they do it. And then Gunn's like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I got to go back. Got to go back. Uh, so it was, then they go back and... How do they? Then Angel is playing and playing, and then Cordelia's like, "I got an idea." Yeah, win, and then he wins, which they bring him into the back because no one's supposed to win. Yes, and I guess did was it by winning he breaks the spell? No, it was so he uh, guys. These episodes did not keep my interest. No, I was not. I was nodding off. 
When we get to the second one, you're going to find out that Kelly and I don't really care or know what happens. Yeah. So uh, they're in the um, in the back room with yes. Angel. Okay. While uh, Gun and Fred and Lauren are brought into the back room too because yeah. they've been captured because they it turns out they couldn't get away. Yeah. Um, and Angel sees the bad guys about to kill his friends and then he just acts on instinct and oh, okay like but he's not completely freed yet mm-hmm. so he just is fighting because on instinct and then um lorne smashes the device and then everyone gets their destinies right. back and which i mean sucks for some of the people but i mean three months delay that's fine yeah i think everybody is probably gonna be okay yeah three months like because all these people have great destinies yeah they have great destinies so they're gonna be fine uh angel snaps back and um I did like uh, that even when Angel had lost his drive, like mm-hmm. the people, they don't lose their personalities. They just lose their drive. Yeah. So it was funny when Gunn was like, I'm your friend, Gun," And he's like, I know, I'm not stupid. But then goes back to playing the game. Yes. And then so when he comes back, Gun was like, Angel. And he's like, you're my friend. I know yeah. I'm not stupid. Which I, I thought that was very cute. It was very cute. And it's also because Gun wasn't always willing to call Angel a friend. No. And he was so, like, you're my employer. Yeah. So now it's kind of evolved. Which is nice because they're a little family. Yeah. And they come home like a family. And this show should really learn about that. Uh Uh-huh. Every time you come home being all happy, some shit has happened. Like your, uh, like heart of your group reappearing and having no memory? Yes. Just like that. Wearing a dress that I know she was wearing when she left, but it's still dumb. It's so dumb. It's so not Cordelia. And it's like. It's not Cordelia. None of this is Cordelia. I know. I know. <clears throat> it's a good thing we find out that it's a parasite and none of it was her. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then my last note for this app was, I think it was like, it was Gunn and Fred being gross, talking about different spots on each other. Oh, yeah. It was. Fine. I mean, I guess they're grownups and they have sexual desires. Mm-hmm. I just, maybe I don't care that much. Yeah. I'm feeling so much apathy right now for the for this season of Angel. And I... I know that it things will change. I will feel frustrated. And then I will feel excited in season five because season five is very good. But right now, yeah. I don't care about any of this. I mean, here's the thing. The things I cared about are getting less interesting. Like, I care about Angel confronting Connor, which mm-hmm. I know we only got a little of that. But, like, I want more, like, daddy, son, angst. Yes. But, like, we didn't get any of that. I want Lila and Wes to be full on hate fucking. Yeah. I want them to hate themselves and each other and have sex. Mm-hmm. But we're not getting that either. We need mm-hmm. them being like schmoopy with each other. Yeah. Making little dollar bets. Yeah. What? Yeah. She's wearing an entire negligee. They're cuddling. Yeah. She's wearing I, an entire negligee. I do not want to see cuddling. And I mean, uh, I want them to wipe the sweat off each other and lick it at each yeah. other. <laughs> In each other's eyes. <laughs> to, to. Uh, they are also and, and the episode also ends with them like him confronting her and being like you lied to me and she's like isn't that this one yeah well he's yeah. like you staged that phone call and she's like you eavesdropped on that phone call and used that information oh wait no that's next episode oh yeah that's <laughs> I totally fucking trip, forgot yeah, yeah. okay um, so we're still building on their like discussing relationship yeah so like that's something like, I care about them being like horrible mm-hmm. but they're not being horrible in these apps no. so like that's kind of yeah and I care about Cordelia, the character, but the Cordelia that we're seeing isn't that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we are now in slouching toward Bethlehem. Um, 
we get a Cordelia who doesn't remember anything, including that supernatural things are real. Yeah. And Angel's response is to try and hide all of it from her, which couldn't go wrong. It's just silly. Spoiler alert. It all goes wrong. I mean, I get not telling her right away that he's a vampire. Because that is a loaded thing. Yeah, sure. Because it's so confusing. But they do end up telling her everything eventually. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard also because she doesn't have an apartment anymore. That is hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if they could let her go to her apartment and like think for a second, but there's no, she doesn't get any space from them. Like I don't blame her for going with Connor. Yeah. Especially because she seems to have no maternal feelings for him. She seems to just want to bang him. Yeah. And dude, I was like really grossed out by him waking up and putting his hand on her boob. That was weird, wasn't it? It was weird, right? I'm just imagining them shooting it. I think that's what makes me kind of grossed out. And like, there's a, I guess he's probably never shared a bed with a woman before. Probably not. So like, but it's also like, it's a boundary thing too, right? Because they're not, she, like, it's not like they have like a boob touching relationship. No. He's just like, oh, there's a boob in my bed. Yeah. I'm going to touch it. Okay. But then I was confused by that because. Right after that, he's like, he puts his hand in her mouth and he's like, I just put my hand on my mouth while talking to a microphone. (laughs) Um, He puts his hand on her mouth and he's like, there's someone here. So do you, there is like a plausible deniability response. Well, I think that he wasn't putting his hand on his boob. It ended up on her boob, but he was like, (gasps) yeah, no, that's what it is. Oh, okay. So you, so he was not copying a feel in your estimation of the scene. In my estimation of the scene, he was like, are you a Connor person? Do you have a secret Connor? Okay, Do you listen, want to play Connor I RPG have an RPG idea. Um, so he like, I think he wakes up and is like, huh, and like just puts his hand down and it happens to be on her boob. I don't like that the writers wrote that. That's what I don't like. And I'm like, ew. I think that if they want to build sexual tension between the two of them, there are much better ways to do it. Absolutely. Especially given he has only known one other woman. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Sunny. No, two. Justine. Oh, you knew Justine. She wasn't very good. No, she wasn't very good either. <laughs> he's known two women I think that so it's like he they could build something if they wanted to mm-hmm. and the way to do it it's also like it's that old trope which I hate of when two platonic people fall asleep in bed next to each other and they wake up spooning and yeah. it's like maybe but then is it that big a deal well either exactly. it's not a big deal or it's like someone's being a creep yeah one of those two things are true and the idea that it's like oh that's how i knew that we were falling for because even when i was asleep my body wanted to be it's like no maybe your body was like looking for warmth yeah or so then it's not a big deal or you are a creep yeah no yeah i never liked that because then it, it, it's very like oh you didn't even realize you loved me which is like a thing that like gross oh. guys tend to say a lot yeah. about women or like oh i mean she just doesn't know she cares so about that's me. why i have to stalk her that's why i have to like keep yeah. pushing that's why i can't take no for an answer that's why i have to play the piano for hours and hours in a did you see that headline oh yeah i saw the only way i saw it though was with like the tweet response of like don't glorify stalkers well did you see how it ended up happening how he ended up stopping someone punched him in the head <laughs> <laughs> i don't like violence but that's funny it's well, especially it's cute. in the head it's not even in the face someone was just like <laughs> it's not cute it's no and it was sweet. probably annoying too to everybody you're just bothering everybody here's the thing and i read and watch a lot of like i watch a lot of like tv dramas mm-hmm. and read a lot of like books of, like romance plots and stuff mm-hmm. so like i love that. i eat that shit up with a spoon i love like all the, mm-hmm. like how people get together and i recognize it's a trope for a reason someone must like it and probably i at some point in my life did but the whole thing of like we didn't know and then we knew and then like no 
You always know. You know. Like, that's why. If you know, you know. And this is going to reveal myself. But that's why, like, I like the way Betty and Jughead got together in Riverdale. Because they were Uh, friends. Yeah. And then they started feeling vibes. Yeah. And then 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 they knew. And then they just, I think he then, he just kissed her. Yeah. And they followed the vibe. And that was it. It was like, it doesn't have to be like a weird, it's not a weird thing. It doesn't have to be I love you before you are dating. Which is what I feel like a lot of those friend to lover things are. You're totally right. It has to be a declaration of love. It's a very um, win a date with Tad Hamilton. Yes. Which is like, it used to be one of my favorite movies. I know. It's I used a, to love it. Oh, but yeah, I, I think now it would. What would you do if a guy said that you had seven fucking smiles? I would listen. What? You wouldn't listen? I, w- I would. I would because, be like, list I, them. Go. What are you talking about? I would laugh, I think. Because I would think it's a fucking if this if my best friend, <laughs> my best guy friend is like you have seven smiles, and I'm like I think I would be like what the what? <laughs> no, I would laugh because it's funny. Yeah, it's like you're full. Of, like what are you talking about? Yeah, but then I would hear them. I'm narcissistic enough to to. No, I would be like but tell me. I mean, I wouldn't be like but tell me and I'll be yours forever. No, I'd be like but tell me because I want to hear it and then I'm sorry we cannot continue. Uh, tell me, I will take notes and I will tell Kelly everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to hear if so because like. That's what's like romantic about that, right? Like that somebody is paying that much attention to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people like finding out that someone is like not dangerously obsessed with you. You know, like it's like, ooh, you like, it is creepy that you pay so much attention to me, but it's okay because like you're handsome. Yeah. That's the fucked I guess up part. That's the fucked up part. And I think that's the part where it's like, what, what, a, uh, what we learn from that that scene is like it's okay to be creep because it's not really okay to be creepily in love with your best friend no and i'm glad that that trend is kind of going away the trend that i am now seeing more of which i like more is both people knowing and then like maybe for some reason suppressing it um due to like i don't know like it's not right right exactly but like their brother and sister or something. Yeah, their brother and sister, and they're trapped in an attic. Um, <laughs> Kelly Leeds reads a lot of VC Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, like, they, they're both knowing it, and then it's like, oh, no, we must succumb to our, like, Okay, desires. but what do you think about, as an addendum to that, mm. we both know, mm. but we can't do anything about it now. Mm. So because we're at this place where someone can't, we can't do anything about it, one of us starts dating another person. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But then the friendship is still this really tight friendship. Is that really good? Is I mean, it's not. Of, it's it's compelling, but it's, it's not compelling, good. But like, it's kind of sucks for the person who's dating one of these two people. Yeah, because like, there's like, there's second like a, choice. Well, yeah, and you're like emotionally cheating before you're even in the relationship. Absolutely. Oh. And then also, how can you compete with the idea of a person? You come, nightmare. That was such a. Is did you come up with that? I just made it up. That's really good. Oh, thank you. Because you can't. Yeah. That's why I feel like that's why a lot of things fail because you can't compete with the idea of it. Yeah. Because the reality is always going to be much harder. Yeah. Because it comes with like real life. Yeah. Whereas the idea, oh my God, and the idea of things. Oh, people romantic. Because then you can keep, no one is stopping you from like. You know who's flawless in my ideas of people? Me. Yeah. (laughs) I make no mistakes. Yeah. I'm perfect. (laughs) They are perfect. Yeah. Life is perfect. Everything ends up perfect. Because it's a fantasy. Yeah. It's not real. Real life doesn't happen. <sighs> but yeah. So friends, to, I'm not against friends to lovers. I just don't think it needs to happen with accidental cuddling while you're asleep. Yeah. Or like, 
accidental brushing against you. All accidental physical contact yeah. as a mode of sexiness. I think I'm, I think I at one point thought it was like cute. And now I'm like, I don't think it's, it feels really false. Well, and like we felt like when someone falls on someone and they're like, oh, oh my God, I love you now. <laughs> like this, wait, is this sexy? Yeah. Let me get my breath. Let me get yeah. my breath. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, oh, oh. This is sexy. This is now. sexy. I think, yeah, I don't like that being the thing that informs you that you have feelings for someone. I, I'm fine with it if like everybody knows, but it's unspoken, but everybody knows that, that you have feelings for each other. And then it's just, it's an irritant. It's like something that like makes it worse where you're like, ah, now we feel even more things. But it's not like, oh my God, I think. I have feelings. Well, and that's the thing that's also true. It's like, I do think you can fall in love with someone that you weren't in love with. But like, <laughs> sure. But I think that like, there's always a there there. Like a there's there, always there. like a, a frisson. You don't, you're not friends with someone and have no chemistry with Oh, them. absolutely. Yeah. So you know on some level. You knew on some level. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, I have chemistry with this person. And like, yeah. Like I'm not exploring it right now or like, or yeah, in a, like, in there's a, all kinds in of another multiverse. You, maybe we're yes, together, right? But, but right like, now we're not. We're not, and it's okay. Like it's not, and a it's problem. fine, and no one's losing sleep over it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the idea of like, oh, I love you, is like what? No, you don't either. Yeah, either no, you don't, or like you are dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not what the show's trying to do. The show's not trying to tell us that Connor and Cordelia are in love. They are trying to show us that Connor grabbed her boob, and that there is a little bit of like how embarrassing chemistry. for Charisma Carpenter that's what I don't like and knowing what she we know she play asleep yeah while someone grabs her boob I know and I am like I'm having a lot of trouble separating the creator from yeah. the art in this moment just cause I'm like fuck I know what was happening behind the scenes so and gross. that like things weren't great uh-huh. between Charisma Carpenter and Joss Whedon at this time so mm. I'm kind of like and, and I think that's why I felt so gross about that yeah. scene I was like I was imagining them shooting it and the direction and just like someone telling Charisma Carpenter, okay, we're going to have this kid grab your boob. This kid who's been on the show for like a few episodes. Yeah. That like fans feel eh about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure Charisma Carpenter is like very invested in where the fans are. Mm. She's like, but I'm a fan favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, So Connor wakes up and is like, oh my God, someone's here to get you. And so he and he's set various traps. He, because he's Connor, and he like does some fighting, uh, and because Wes overhears Lila on the phone after one of their trysts, yes, he's he informs Angel like, hey, well, in a very like smug way, he's like, oh, uh, you've already lost something you've just found, uh? and it's like, oh my god, we get it, you're mad at Angel, and you're well, and by the way, you care about Cordelia, so what you the care, fuck are you, doing? you care about everybody, but you're yeah. pretending like you care about nothing, which is. I mean, it's sexy but annoying. Because <laughs> oh, he's sexy. It's so sexy but it's annoying. It's sexy but annoying. Because I'm like, I, it's working for me, but I'm very annoyed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here and have hate sex. Come over here and have hate sex. Um, Lila's hair looks great. Oh, yeah. She's doing she great. She looks great. I think um, her promotion agrees with her. Absolutely. I mean, and as revealed, except for her like goofy things, whatever, she's allowed to have goofy feelings. <laughs> she's like in power the whole time. Oh, absolutely. She does not get played. Nope. Because even at the end when he calls her out, she's like, oh, you finally found out that I betrayed you? Oh, okay. news <laughs> to you, I guess. She's huh. like, uh, come in. Uh, come in if you're going to come in. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get started. <laughs> I'm already started? Yeah. I think. I, uh, I'm, uh, 
Un- engines revved. <laughs> Meter's always running. Uh, always. Always Why? running. Oh, my. Um, so Angel and gang show up to help Connor because yeah. of the tip-off that Wes gave them, which is yes. like, Cordelia's with Connor right now because she ran away because she was like, everything's so fucked up. There's like weapons. They're talking about There's killing babies. There's a demon person. Uh, Angel has a demon face. Um, so she runs away. And uh, so they're like, okay, that's where she is. We're going to go save her because Wolfram and Hart is planning to like capture her. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was all a ruse to try and redirect them away from Lauren, who yes. since then has read Cordelia's singing and has seen horrible, horrible visions of doom. Yes. And they used, they drilled into his skull. That was fucked get, up. Yeah, poor Lauren, man. He just got back. He honestly, like, they so undervalue him. Well, and he just gets abused. Constantly. He's like the Giles. Worse. Worse. He's like season two Giles, who's always getting bonked on the head. Yeah. And I had forgotten about how Angelus tortures Giles. Right. Because right, the right. show kind of forgets about it for a little bit. Yes. But yeah, maybe he is the Giles. He's the Giles. It's like the lovable one that is like so helpful and full of resources. But that it's, they also don't take care. No one ever's watching. No one's back. watching the watcher. <laughs> or the Lord. Or I thought you said the Lord. Well, fact. <laughs> Who watches the Lord? <laughs> if someone could answer that for me, maybe I'd go back to Catholic school. I don't know what that character was. Sign me up. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm from the Upper East Side. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I also am not familiar with the geography of New York City. <laughs> I'm from the Upper East Side. <laughs> I was raised in Queens. You know, maybe I would find myself if I could find God. <laughs> I live right off Park Avenue. <laughs> I work in Park Slope. <laughs> it's a park. I'll be there. <laughs> Listen, get me in the park. I'm a happy guy. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Commutes to Park Slope. What a gem! That guy. That guy. If you could just tell me, he's watching the Lord. Okay. So, but we also get uh, one of probably my. There's not a lot I love in this episode, but my probably my favorite sequence is Cordelia looking at her Sunnydale High yearbook. And then looking at her old pictures of haircuts. Because we talk about her haircuts all the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was also like a flashback to the show. Mm-hmm. I was like, I remember when we talked about that one. I remember mm-hmm. when we talked about that one. Yes. Most of them were bad. Yeah. I mean, her like original long hair is cute. Sure. Normal. It's very basic. And then, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. It's very, uh, it's like an entry level haircut. Um, and then we have the moment of the like very tall top of the hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like about my hair length, yeah. which is like skimming the shoulders. So tall on so the top. High. And so she, she's like, ugh, <laughs> for that one. Yeah. Uh, but she likes her hair now. She's like, oh, back to what yes. I have now. Which it is cute. Her hair and is also, cute now. She's almost a blonde now. And that mm-hmm. is working for her. Yeah, it is. She looks great. Yeah. And there's the black Russian joke. Yeah. Which uh, I guess, what is the black Russian? A drink? No, I'm sorry. I thought I meant what's in it. Because uh, a white Russian is with milk. Yeah. Or I thought with vodka and coffee liqueur, also oh. known as a black Ewan. 
I would five parts that. vodka to two parts coffee. I would try it. Liqueur. Uh, yeah. Pouring it over ice cubes or cracked ice, followed by coffee liqueur. Yeah, hmm. I would drink it. I would drink it too. I don't know if I'd drink it in the morning. <laughs> Maybe in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't think I'd drink it in the morning. Your whole day's shot. <laughs> <laughs> we did it's like so much coffee and like it's a coffee alcohol mix. I think it's too much. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'd try it. Just be careful. It's like when kids were drinking too much Four loco. Oh, here we are. Ryan has <laughs> I put just two- mind <laughs> putting some black rushes on the table <laughs> for the amusement of Kelly. Yep. And uh, hey, it's not morning anymore. It's uh, 10 a.m. somewhere. Hey. 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 Um, what else happens in this episode? I think it was cute that Cordelia figured out spies because that also shows like her brain is working. Because yes, it was like a she's good not stupid. solution. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. My last note was about the Eskimo kisses because that also seems so out of character. But I guess people. Oh, between Lila and. Yeah, but I guess people do Eskimo kisses in all kinds of relationships. It just feels like such a cute relationship move. Can you guys hear me doing it on the microphone? I'm Eskimo kissing you, listener. We're doing it in stereo now. <laughs> um, yeah. It would be weirder if they did butterfly kisses. <laughs> Ew. I do not like that. I, uh, for anyone or just for them? For, I think it's cute with a little kid. Well, that's what makes it gross for them. Yeah, it's gross. Because they're adults having, having dirty people. sex. If you're having sex with people, you shouldn't be doing things kids do together. No. <laughs> may, I mean, maybe. Well, probably not. You shouldn't be doing things that adults do to kids. To each other. What about spanking? Uh, okay, if you're into it, then you're into it. Okay, what about um, brushing each other's hair? Uh, if you're into it. Then you're into it. See, here's the thing. As long as nobody gets hurt, I'm usually like, if you're into it, then you're into it. Here's the thing. If you, if it's like, if you're brushing someone's hair and they're crying and you have to use no more tears and stuff like that, then, then that's not cool. Then you're in an adult baby relationship. <laughs> yeah. An adult baby relationship. But yeah. Also, like, but here's like the thing, too. But your hands are broken. Okay. And what are you going to have? Dreadlocks? No. It's like yeah. someone brushes your hair. Someone beautiful. brushes your hair. It's very beautiful. And then uh, have sex with you. The two most important things you need when your hands are broken. Okay. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Mid- my glasses are off, so like I feel like okay, mid coitus. Uh huh. <laughs> your paramour mm-hmm. takes a brush and starts brushing your hair. Mid. <laughs> I think at first I'm like, th- it would take you a second to realize what's happening. Because <laughs> then you'd be like, whoa, what? Ah, what? And they're like, I want to make your hair beautiful. I assume that you're in some kind of front to back situation. Well, because if, if you're, you're face friends to face, front, they have to pull your hair into the front. Well, yeah, because then you're like watching them pick up the brush. And like, I think if I saw someone pick up a brush face to face, I would have a moment of like, maybe they're going to do something interesting I yeah. haven't thought of. I'll give them a second. Yeah. Okay. Here. Okay. Here. I'll give you like a, a I'm not going to say anything. This may go wrong, but it may go right. We'll see. Okay. Here. Okay. Here's here's what it is. Okay. You have a, a vanity in your room with a, yes. like a mirror and a desk. Okay. And you have a brush on there. Yeah. And you guys are doing like some fun, like not on the bed. So you're sitting on it, facing him. He's yes. facing you standing. Okay. Grabs the brush from next to you and starts brushing your hair. And we're mid coitus. Mid coitus. This is not like, well, we're not like being playful. It's not at the beginning or the end. It's in the middle. <laughs> it's in the middle. <laughs> I think I'd be like... <laughs> I think my face would say lots of confusion. No, because is he be, looking at my face? He's looking at your hair. <laughs> okay, so my face was the, and then I think I would be like, no, I would, wouldn't you be afraid that he's gonna make you into like a doll right then? I no, think, I don't the, think he's gonna murder me. I think what I would do is I think I try to get his attention back. I'm like, hey, what's up? 
<laughs> no, I was thinking more like grab his hair. Yeah. Or like, I think I would try to like turn. Redirect. It, redirect the right. action. I would be like, I think I would be like, hey, can you not? I would not want it okay, to continue. Here's the also is like, it's uh, when you are brushing another person's hair, you can't be during sex or not. The, you, there's a a very small window of like comfortably yes. doing it. So I probably it probably hurts. Yeah, or it's like weird. Like it's he's either probably doing it too soft or it's like, there's if his, okay he if is perfectly pers- aligning. It's like you know when you have a chicken and you're holding it and then uh-huh. you like shake it up and down and the chicken's head stays in the same place. <laughs> no, but I believe so. You. Birds like they'll automatically like oh, keep their head in the same place. So his arm is doing that. He's like perfectly doing it in the perfect comfort. Okay, so it doesn't hurt. So like it feels great. Wait, it feels great. It feels like like a nice like someone playing with your hair nicely. And he's able to because he's because I'm sitting, so he's yeah. double tapping. He's moving. He's moving in many ways, and it's all working. It's all. I it's, think I ride it out. Yeah. <laughs> if it's all working, yeah, that's true. I think you ride it out, and I then you, you discover a new thing you like. Or yes, but I probably we talk. We have a conversation. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, but why? Remember that thing? It was, oh, it was like, great, but why? It might be like, that was an interesting, like, what What made you think of that? <laughs> also, you were like, really wanted to sit on the van. You really wanted to go into vanity. <laughs> and it kind of felt like that was your end goal. Like, it kind of felt like that was like where you wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have a, uh, my vanity brush mm-hmm. or one of my, like the brush that's like my pretty brush mm-hmm. is, was like my grandmother's and has oh. her initials on it. And it would like feel nice. Like it's, it's not good for like getting tangles out, mm-hmm. but like you could brush someone's hair very softly with it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So yeah, I think as long as it, if it didn't hurt and I didn't have to like do yeah do anything. I mean, I think like I said, I'd ride it out and then have a conversation. <laughs> but if it, but the truth, m- most of the time, it's gonna hurt or feel weird or get tangled. Absolutely. And I'm gonna like I'm gonna pull my head away and be like, what? Yeah. And then <laughs> we're gonna have to have the conversation earlier than expected. <laughs> Because be, I think I would with be a like, lot less of the like it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be t- it wouldn't be tactful. No, and like, what are you be, doing? Pick what are you doing? And it's like, do you want to? Is that what you want to do right now? Like, <laughs> you can do. We can switch activity. I think that's what I would be like. I think I would offer up two activities. Like one activity is brush my hair. The other is finish what you're doing. We can do one. Or the, we can't do both. Okay. Do you? What if you have a guy that wants to brush your hair every night before I go to sleep? Hmm. He won't let you go to sleep without him <laughs> Okay. The second part is much less sweet. The first part, if that's what you like, like, if that's what you like, I'm not going like. to deny you that opportunity because I'm going to do it. Yeah. Does he also want to like put on my night cream? <laughs> my, <laughs> like, so my you're teeth? just sitting on a swiveling stool and he's doing all of it. He's doing my nails. Dude, this sounds like. This guy's kind of scary. If he's doing everything, he can't for do you, everything. If he wants to do everything, that's too much. But if he's just like, I just, I know that you, if you, you like it, it feels good on your yeah. scalp. Then sure. And you know, and it's something like it's a nice thing we can do every night. We can like we talk while we do it. Yeah. Like, but if he gets like, we can't talk while we do it, and I must do it before you <laughs> sleep. Do not like he texts me. Do not go to sleep before I brush your hair. <laughs> I'm gonna be out late, but you may not sleep. Like, okay, that's a different. No, because then that's controlling. It's very controlling. But if he's just like being nice, just like if he wa- if he wants to like give me hand massages, sure. What am I gonna do? You're not gonna fight him on that. No, but you're not gonna stay awake. Oh my god! But I wake hand up massage. and he's brushing my hair. Ah, Ryan. Ryan, That's, and you're I in a dress run. that you've never worn before. I run. <laughs> you run. I run. 
and then I'll call you. Mm. And you'll be like, I told you this. I'll be like, we talked about this at length. (laughs) Yeah. So consensual hairbrushing is fine. Great. Listen, do whatever you want to do as long as everybody's on board and understands what's going on. Yeah. Though I would say most of the time, not surprising people is best. Oh, absolutely. I feel like we're doing an episode of Same Day Shipping right now. I think we are. (laughs) Um, Um, Okay. What else happens in this episode? I took off my glasses so I can't see. Okay. Um, oh, right. So, and another one, thing that makes Cordelia scared is one of Lauren's clients is just running around willy-nilly being disgusting. Not just dis- disgusting. He's a human killer. Yeah, he eats humans. So what What the fuck, Lauren? Yeah. So that's the other thing is like, yes, Lauren doesn't deserve the things that happened to him. But like, what the hell, Lauren? Because it's not just Cordelia. No. Gunn and Fred are there too. There are three humans mm-hmm. in this house. You don't let a human killer just wander the halls. And especially was like, oh, that's just one of my clients that has this nasty habit of eating people. It's like, no, Lauren, you need to like, you know, maybe he's like not realizing that he has like some residual bitterness towards them because they treat him like that. That's interesting. You know that if they had a demon in there that's like naturally. green people. Yeah, they would not care. Oh, and that's one of Lauren's songs. It's not easy being green. Oh, yeah. When I hear that song, sometimes I cry. Yeah. Because it's so, it's like that song and Rainbow Connection both could make me cry. They don't make me cry every time. Yeah. But they're both like so mel- like bittersweet. I know. And they have that like feeling of like afternoon. I don't know. Like I'm I'm feeling like afternoon sunshine late summer. Yes. It's like very like nostalgia y mm-hmm. feeling. Totally. Um, so the whole time, uh we well then we end up discovering that Lauren, who has been holding the uh fate of Cordelia in his head, has had his brain drilled into oh. So gross. Stolen the memory. He doesn't have it anymore. And Wolfram and Hart has it. Uh, and then this is the episode we end with Lila being like, oh, so you finally discovered that I <laughs> came out on top. And uh, Wes is like, you'll be on top soon. Walks inside. <laughs> I think that's how it ends. I don't know. I was falling asleep. <laughs> I d- there wasn't a cum joke, was there? Like a came joke? You know, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't remember. I don't. These episodes, I don't know. Is it us or is it these episodes? Because neither of us really were into them. I know. I actually was really worried that you would be like really into them. Because I was like so, I was like, there's something like, is there something chemically going on with me? Um, That's always possible. It could be. But I don't think so. I think that this was a situation where we, we tried. I think we tried. And that's the thing too, because this morning I watched my Buffy episodes and I was interested. Well, they're, I mean, they're season season seven episodes, but they're still better than this. Yeah. It ends with, if I thought you'd ever trust me, I would have never played you like that. It's never simple, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is I think she is catching feels hard. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's what she's even saying at the end when she's like, if if I thought I was actually abusing your trust, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't abuse your trust. Exactly. But you'll never trust me. So we're in a safe zone to play. In a lot of ways, I think their relationship, I don't know if I really believe this, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I think <laughs> it reminds me of Spike and Buffy. And there's yeah. a little bit of like this nihilistic, like neither of us care about anything. So let's care about each other. But we mm-hmm. won't call it caring about each other. But we will be there for each other when the two of us can't stand to be around anyone else. I think that makes sense. Um, but we also know that Wesley has these loyalties that Lila may never understand. Yeah. And that his loyalties are probably never going to be with her over those people, no matter how much he protests. Yes. 
But who knows? Who knows? Um, all we can say is <sighs> that these episodes happened. Yes. Um, and I think we've covered it and more. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think we covered a little bit more of yeah. more than it. Okay. Um, so, so next week, if you're watching with us on uh, Buffy, we're watching Same Time, Same Place and Help. And swinging around back for uh, more Angel, Supersymmetry, and Spin the Bottle the week after. Do we have anything else to say about this? I really don't. I mean, I hope that things kick into gear. I, I'm i bummed that we got Cordelia back to only have her be another out-of-character version of herself. That was a huge bummer. And it doesn't bode well for her arc for the rest of this season. Yeah. For me. I think that's like that's what's frustrating is that we, since... The last time we saw the Cordelia we know was on that freeway. And yeah. since then, we haven't seen that. And so it's like this, she's one of the core characters. Mm-hmm. So, and Gunn and Fred are are good, but they, are, as much as they protest, they are sidekicks. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. enough. So I need more. Yeah, same. Um, Cool. Uh, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Uh, I am hoping that we feel better about, or at least feel more about these episodes uh, or about uh, the season of Angel uh, in the future, which I know we will. Uh, if you want to watch us play a yes. very fun Buffy RPG with our friends at Sunnydale Study Group. None of them are versions of Connor. No, none of them are versions of Connor. We may see Connor appear at some Ooh. point. Uh, who knows? It's up to you guys. Um, it's uh, GM'd by Chris Bermonte, sometimes by Omar Najam. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, it's a huge blast. It's super fun. Oh my God, we have so much fun doing it. And I don't know if you just said this. I don't think you did. Is that if you watch live with us, you can influence how the show goes. Yes. So, um, which is always fun. You can send a demon our way or stakes if you want to be nice to us. Yeah. Or like maybe like a demon that brushes your hair. Oh my God. Guys, do it. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can, you can make us sing. You can yeah. like you can like make us do a lot Have on you this ever show. Been like, I wish I could make those Hellmouthy girls do what I wanted to do. There's your avenue. There's your opportunity. Because if you ask us straight up, we will not do it. No, we are very headstrong. Only for money. <laughs> um, if, so uh, tune in on Hyper RPG's Twitch uh, at Twitch.tv/HyperRPG. Um, that is at eight thirty on Tuesday nights Pacific time um, on Buffy's old slot, which is very fun. Yes. Um, you can also watch past uh, episodes to catch up on their YouTube account, or you can subscribe to them and get uh, all their videos. Yeah, and um, I think there's some audio versions of it, too, yes, available. Yes, you can so do that. If you want to catch up, you can catch up podcast-wise, so you're ready for next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, now, for social media plugs, if you want to follow um, our podcast on everything, it is at HowlMouthy, me on everything, at Kelly Nugie, Ryan on everything, at Armogi. She does that so well, guys, doesn't she? Thanks. So good. Eh. <laughs>